way, people. November 30th, 2022. Welcome to Counterspin. I'm Calvin Alp. And I'm Hannah Spira. This is an uh, emergency broadcast. This story needs to get out. I will hand you over to Hannah to do a quick introduction to our uh, special guest who is also pumping this thing out. She's been at the coalface. And um, Hannah, explain what's going on. Well, um, of course, if you're in New Zealand, Liz Gunn will need no introduction. She is, of course, an ex-mainstream media reporter. Uh, she's come over to the right side of history. She's doing a fantastic job. And um, she's actually invited us to collaborate with her on this story. So let's just bring her on straight away, and she can actually introduce the story and uh, what's been going on, especially in these last few days. Liz, welcome to the show. Thanks, both of you. And it's wonderful to be collabing with you. And we pulled in Sue Gray as well yesterday morning. Who's, so it's this beautiful kind of collaboration of Counterspin, Free NZ, Outdoors and Freedom Party. We've got other people really coming in behind it now. This is how the whole freedom movement could work. The story is the story of baby Will. He is four months old. He's one of, of twins. And he has... Um, his father actually is a very good friend of Steve Oliver's, who's a very dear friend of mine. So the story came to me via Steve, who rang me last week when I was inundated with another story of a mum who's lost her son uh, to the jab, uh, a, a teenage boy. And that story is waiting to go out still because this now has taken over. Steve said, could you talk to a friend of mine about his son, Will? And I rang and um, it was only at the end of last week. And I remember the relief in dad Cole's voice. He said, thank God you have rung. We need help. So the next day, what happened was Sam, his wife, while, while Cole was having to work, Sam was having to go to a meeting. And it turned out that they'd had a number of these meetings in the hospital. The penultimate one, the one before I went in, um, they had threatened them with court action, but certainly not had a lawyer there. The other things that it, they'd gone through was absolute stonewalling of their request to have the 20 or more blood donors who are the same blood type as little four-month-old baby Will, who are lined up to provide the blood if the blood bank gives the go-ahead and the blood bank, you can read, the government gives the go-ahead. They've got these unjabbed blood donors ready for the for the blood to go into baby Will's body while he has open heart surgery on a pulmonary uh, valve blockage. He was losing weight. The good news is this week that he started to put a little bit of weight on and his health is good and we've got some, some possible really good um, health protocols coming in there and I won't go into more of that but you know I'm, I'm very optimistic he's a strong little soul and he wants to be here and I think actually he's come to this country a little bit like Casey in his tiny body with his old soul eyes I think he's come to teach us all a lesson about respect respect for free choice that's another story so Sam rang me and said look I'd really appreciate you coming to this meeting um, Cole, her husband, could not come that morning and she was having to face the doctors. So I went up and I have a recording of that meeting. I was fastidiously polite. I was firm, 
Uh, I never threaten because I'm not stupid. I'm a lawyer. I know what I know what to articulate. But it it was very firm and clear that this is not a good idea if you force these parents. As a hospital, you are not wise to not listen to the parents. And if you go against their wishes and anything happens to baby Will, you, the doctors, you, the surgeon, you, Starship, and you, the government, and of course, you, the New Zealand Blood Bank, will all become liable and you will have the, the absolute attention of the nation on you. Why don't you just cooperate with these parents who have found the donors, help them do everything you can. There was one part in that meeting I said, we have, we have traditionally in human society gathered around new parents, around a new mother, nurtured her, looked after her, removed all stresses from her so that her breast milk comes in. Here's a mother with twins having to feed two babies numerous times a day. If she gets too stressed, she can't do that. Let's protect her, make it easy for her. They've made it easy for you by providing the donors. All you have to do is pick up the phone and demand of the New Zealand Blood Bank that they release the, the, they sign the paper saying that that blood can be used. It has to go through a machine in the NZ Blood Service, but it's not a massive process. Once they've got the donors there, goes in this machine and then it's ready for the operation. This is how easy it could be. Beautiful Fiji, which, you know, many of us have said it's kind of a third world country. I don't, I don't know. I haven't been there for a long time, but it's certainly, you'd think we have a more sophisticated level of health service in New Zealand because we have more people. Fiji, there was an offer for them to fly the donor blood up to Fiji to go in the machine that the New Zealand blood service will not release to be cleared for the operation and to be flown back. And they were willing to go around and try to find the blood um, try to find the money to send that blood up to Fiji to have that done because our New Zealand service is being so stubborn. Now, Liz, can so, I just can I just jump in here because um, we just got to clarify this point. Now, there has been um, some criticism online. Calvin and I have actually listened to the recording of your meeting with the doctors. Calvin, what did you think? Uh, do you think that the criticisms that are being thrown around were valid, or do you think uh, Liz has done the right thing? absolutely done the right thing um you could tell by listening to the uh people so let's just say on the opposing side because there are sides here there is a line being drawn uh everything they say said made no sense at all for a start you've got a child's life in their hands and they prefer instead to play politics their code of ethics has been abandoned their hippocratic oath abandoned all human decency abandoned everything seems to have gone these are robotic creatures we're now dealing with parasites on society who actually don't really care anymore about health care it's all about illness maintenance and this is the thing that i found is uh, quite alarming when i was listening to that they were so dismissive they did not care about the parents wishes the fact that this whole this whole jab has got no long-term uh, safety um uh studies done it's known to cause pericarditis and myocarditis so why would you have a four-month-old baby going in for heart surgery pumping them full of crap that could give them myopericarditis they could kill them anyway when the blood as you say has already been volunteered and it's there ready to go all they have to do is say no problem blood service click that blood bring it here we're ready to rock simple what the hell is going on in this damn country before we carry on with the discussion and maybe people people saying 
I'll just pick up on that because the doctor's argument over and over was, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And I was saying, what evidence do you have? Absolutely, that it's fine. At one point I said to the surgeon, would you give a guarantee of an indemnity that you will pay this family thousands of dollars if it turns out not to be fine? If their baby ends up with large, mysterious clots in his blood in three, four, five years, will you indemnify this family? Not that you can ever pay for a child that has become ill. And and the doctor said, no, of course I won't. But the arrogance of saying, we we just know it's fine. Of course that mRNA doesn't get in the blood. And I said, and they said, where are your scientific studies? We need them peer reviewed. We read peer reviews. And I said, this is a whole new world of science and medicine. You know that great meme? If you want to follow the science now, you follow the money first. And that is how cynical it's become. This is bought science. Very, very many Kiwis are questioning not only the the truth of our science, but the honesty and courage and bravery of our doctors and and belief in the medics is is leeching fast because of the sort of thing I saw in that meeting. They walked out in the end. Hannah, what were you going to ask me? Oh, no, I was just going to say, um, we'll come back to the media as well. The truth of the media is really important. But if there's anybody that hasn't seen that first part that you've done, um, that we, re- well, you released and then we shared it as well because this stuff needs to be amplified. Everybody needs to share this. Yep. Um, download it if you can, re-upload it, whatever you need to do to get the story out. Um, it was shared on Monday uh, you filmed it on Friday. We're just going to play a quick um, excerpt of it. Do you want to give a, a little quick introduction of it? Or maybe, you know, just, yeah, just your thoughts on that first piece that you did. Very quick. It shocked me. They had a toddler in the tiniest of rooms. They had twins, two babies. The mother is sleeping in there. Cole, the father, is coming in and out. The stress on that family of that alone, if, if they had all the support and love in that hospital in the world, it would still be a very stressful environment. You can feel it's quite claustrophobic. And then on top of that, they've got these psychological games being played by doctors, as you said, Kelvin, trying to win trying to feed their hubris, trying to say we're more important, we know, and you humans, you Kiwis know nothing. The stress on them is extraordinary. And look how calmly the mum copes with little Jack, the toddler, melting down a number of times. Yeah. New Zealand, I've never needed your help like I need it for this story. It's the story of Will. He's four months old. He needs open heart surgery. To have the surgery, he needs blood. And the parents of Will want to put in unjabbed blood. They have to have it cleared by the blood bank and the blood bank will not clear their right to choose unjabbed blood for their young baby. It's a desperate story where the powers in the hospital are backing up the blood bank and the parents have felt absolutely helpless and powerless. We jabbed, unjabbed Kiwis all need to get behind them. One day, someone you love may need unjabbed blood. That's what this story is about, the right of all of us to choose. Yes, we have one more. Hang on. These are from Auntie Trisha. 
Sam and Cole, we don't have a lot of time to muck around with this interview. We are in Starship Hospital. We've got Jack. I just want people to see what your life is like. You've got Jack, who's how old? Two. You've got twins who are how old? Four months old. And we've got one twin whose heart is compromised. What's happened with little Will? Um, he's got severe pulmonary valve stenosis. And severe means he needs open heart surgery, is yep. that right? So yeah. nice. I mean, almost immediately. No. All right. And we're just going to deal with, hey, little Jack. That's okay. That's a helicopter. Have a look at it. Okay, so why I'm here is mm. because I came to a meeting mm. in which I saw two parents, new parents to twins under huge stress, mm. begging, literally begging mm. a surgeon and a doctor to listen to your needs. Sam, what are your needs? Basically, um, Jack, 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 you're all right. All, all we, we, so we want the surgery to go ahead straight away as soon as, yep. as soon as they can schedule it to happen. Um, we are hugely concerned um, with the blood that they're going to use. Yes. All right. What did you think of that, Calvin? It's quite telling, isn't it? Um, you know, watching that and thinking back about what the doctors were saying when they were having that conversation, um, they say that the blood's safe from the blood bank, or the jab blood is meant to be safe. Um, and they say it's all cleaned and filtered before it goes out, so it's fine. But yet, facts and evidence matter. So where is the filters where you have caught this mRNA? Where's all of the impurities you have filtered out? Show us the evidence. The spike protein. The spike yes. protein. Show us all of this if you've got it. Because obviously, yeah. to make that claim, you must have an evidential basis in which to, to state that. And I guarantee you, just like the virus itself, it doesn't exist. And it was interesting, yeah. um, Liz, in one of the articles that got put out today, um, by stuff that they've actually retracted before it had even been out for so screenshotted for very long. Um, and they there was a quote there from one of the medical experts, um, basically saying, "Well, there's no vex if I if I remember correctly, there's no vaccine left in the blood, but then it but then they say, well, but there's antibodies in there as well, so it it protects the child. So it was like they were saying the opposite things at the same it's time. Double speak. That's all it is. It's double speak and it's a crock of crap." Absolutely. You wouldn't have antibodies if there wasn't something in the blood to which the, the, the body is reacting. It's nonsense. It makes no sense anymore. And you're right, Calvin, where is the fastidious checking of the blood so that we're all our minds are at ease? No, it was just this surgeon's opinion. He just kept saying, well, I don't believe you. And I ended up saying, it doesn't matter what your opinion is. What matters is that you listen to the mum and dad. What happened was they flounced out of the room in high dudgeon. We're not taking this anymore, which is what, you know, someone like Sean Plunkett does or Michael Laws does when he doesn't like the truth coming at him in a calm and reasoned way. And that's what they did because yeah. they tried to sort of gaslight me. I will say here that I let Hannah and um, Kelvin listen to the tape. We had permission or, or um, the mum had permission. She had said a number of days ago, I'm going to record every one of my meetings, which is a very sensible thing to do. And I'd advise anyone in any situation in any hospital or with a doctor to record your meetings. You need that evidence in New Zealand now, given how uncertain certain corners of our medical fraternity are at the moment in terms of 
integrity. So, so this was recorded, and I had a right to use it in the piece, but I chose not to. I'm saving that, but I, I let Hannah and Kelvin listen to it because I wanted them to hear the sort of stuff that came from the doctors. At one point, one of the doctors said, um, Earth, this sounds like something out of science fiction. And, and there was an eye rolling towards the end. It's appalling to treat mm. intelligent, well-researched Kiwis like this. So when, when we just kept calmly saying, no, you must listen and you must respect these people's views. They are the parents. Then it came to the point where we're not having this anymore and out they slammed. We were left looking at each other and the parents said to me, what do we do now? And I was thinking, what do we do? I'll tell you what we did. We went to a side room and Sam was so thrown and I, we just said a really powerful prayer. And I would ask every Kiwi who has any form of belief in this period in New Zealand, many of us are going back to that. If we've gone away from it, I know I have friends who are doing that. Please say a prayer for our country, but most of all right now, say a prayer for little Will. We then got determined and I went in with a camera and we captured that story and we're going to put another one out or I think one did go out late last night, actually. And we just before just we get to, to that, the, the second part, Liz, um, can we just make it really clear that you initially went in as a support person for them to go into this meeting. You have a legal background also along with your media background, but at no point um, are you having to educate these parents or, you know, you're not telling them what to believe because they are very clear in their own mind. They've, they've done their own research. Um, you're not there to tell them what to believe or what, what to do. At no point at all. It is constantly, what do you want to do? And they are crystal clear. And the research these people have done is second to none. They are really across mm -hmm. it. You can hear in the way Cole and Sam speak. You know, they are really intelligent Kiwis. And there are thousands and thousands of us with questioning curious minds, the ability to think critically, not be treated like small children and told what to do by a bully, by a bully government. They are people who said, no, we'll search around, we'll talk to a lot of people that we respect, we'll dig deep, and they've come up with what they believe is their truth. Isn't that what democracy is about? Isn't that freedom? Yeah, I, I find it remarkable that the surgeon would be so dismissive. Obviously, he cannot read or she cannot read because Pfizer's mm -hmm. own documents condemn this product. The only reason people got to find out about the skullduggery that went on at Pfizer and all the information they'd been hiding from the public was because it had to be taken to a court and a court in the US forced them to release it. They wanted to keep it hidden for 55 years and they're actually trying for mm -hmm. 75. And, he's, and, and they said, well, hang on a minute, this is an experimental uh, product you're putting onto the population. They better know what the hell this thing contains and, and its its effects i mean they they had two types they had one set that went to the government that got them immunity from prosecution should they start killing everyone which they are and the other one was mislabeled deliberately to be hidden for their own analysis which shows a very very bad product is causing mayhem all over the world so and yet this is public now you can actually read the documents we've had interviews with um Dr. James Thorpe, who knows more about this than probably anyone in the world when it comes to babies and, and mothers. Um, so, and he said, don't you ever take this. It gets passed on through the breast milk. It gets, it, so if it's get passed on through the breast milk and it gets contaminated with sh spike proteins and shedding, then you damn well beat your life. It's going to be in the jab blood. 
and it's going to therefore, um, by proxy, become part of the baby's bloodstream, and then all hell's going to break loose. Something is seriously wrong here. And like you said, it's not like the parents are saying, no blood transfusion, not interested. Um, they're saying, look, do everything you are going to do, but just use this blood. That's it. How hard is it just to get that shit done? Seriously. And moreover, with a sick baby, twins, a toddler, children at home, the stress of all of it, having to come from out of Auckland, they have found the donors. The hospital did not help them at all. These parents deserve a medal and they deserve absolute thanks from the hospital. And they are getting psyoped and worn down. Sam today was just so exhausted. A beautiful girlfriend of mine went up and in the afternoon and said, hey, give me the babies. She looked up at Sam and said, you know, something like, you're not from the government, are you? And and she said, no, here are the messages from Liz. They hadn't met before, obviously, but, you know, I'm a friend of Liz's. She let the babies go with Kitty and, and she slept. She just slept. She's absolutely exhausted. How can you be so cruel? How can you be so cruel to a new mother? And more than that, you know, there are there are world experts saying this should never go near McCulloch, a leading heart surgeon. Oh, written off as a conspiracy theorist. Malone, Malone, who invented this, don't touch it, he says. Robert Malone, oh, he's a conspiracy theorist. Still mainstream media is peddling this nonsense. So today we went back and we did a follow-up with them, just looking at what's coming up. It's really tough for them right now. Yeah. Great. Let's... um check an excerpt of that um, piece out as well. Mm-hmm. So again, Cole, your message to the doctors, just look in that camera and um, say it from your heart. So you got to remember what your oath is and your oath is to do no harm. Your oath is to investigate uh, the procedure that you're going to be doing. And, and it's clear right now that there has been a lack of investigation. There's been a, a lack of bedside manner, but I know that you struggle with that. Um, but you guys need to really look into yourselves and realize that the truth is coming like a freight train. and. Yes. And I wouldn't want to be responsible for the actions that you're taking when when this whole mess explodes, you know, into reality and all of the truth is out there. If and, you keep on like yeah. this, if you keep defending an illegitimate government that is doing things that we never voted them in to do, we never voted a government in to force a mother to have blood that she doesn't want into her little mm. baby. Mm. We never gave you, Jacinda Ardern, mm. that power or any of the mm. other powers you're taking, passing 24 pieces of legislation late mm. at night the other yeah. the other night. We know this is illegitimate. We are aware of you. Yeah. But if these doctors keep backing them up, if the blood bank keeps backing them up, the head of the blood bank will be held equally accountable. Mm. Sam, your message to I the just, doctors. Well, I just want to say a mother knows and I want to say that before his heart was diagnosed as a problem, I knew there was something wrong. Yeah. They kept telling me, oh, he's got reflux. I said, no, this is not reflux. Something mm. is wrong. He had two echoes which missed it. And I kept saying there is something wrong with him. Third echo picked it up. So I knew, I knew there was something wrong. Just like I know now he cannot have that That's blood. That's right. Yes. There's it's a mother's 
instinct. So how are you feeling, Liz? Um, you know, you're you're getting to know this family. They're going through such a difficult time. I mean, it's it is a balancing act, isn't it? You kind of you want to be empathetic, but you kind of you can't get too emotionally involved and attached. But we all we're all human. So I mean, I can't imagine that it's easy on you. It's hard not to. Yeah. Seriously. That little baby will, I'm not exaggerating. When you meet him, he has a presence. It's like he looks and he goes. Yeah, it's really tough in here, stuck in this body, but I know why I'm here and you know the job I need you to do. It's honestly, he is such a little presence. And I have to say all journalistic um, neutrality has gone out the window yeah. with this baby. I'm completely in love with him. Um, he's just <laughs> gorgeous and I want him to, I want him to live. I wanted to live so much that um, it was my birthday today and um, posted that piece last night. Uh, the night before last, the 28th, and uh, and a friend's brother said, oh, my God, Liz, everywhere I'm trying to post it, uh, it's being blocked by the bloody government and the IT, their, their horrible hand-in-hand -hand thing. So I just got determined, and this is what we can all do. I went, I'm a member of hundreds of groups, so I'm going to stay up until I've posted it into every group, and I'm going to stay up until I've posted individually to as many people as I possibly can until my eyes won't stay open anymore. And I did that till three in the morning. And I had that sense of being a tiny ant on a giant mountain, you know, pushing a tiny little grain of sand up. And I felt some despair about two o'clock in the morning. And I went, why am I doing this? It won't make any difference. And and then I, I just got this message, it'll make a difference to that one grain of sand. So keep pushing. So I kept on till three, went to bed, got up at six, was in the hospital at eight. And um, I just can't tell you, New Zealand, what the response has been like for me to see so many people engaged, caring, yeah. knowing that this matters, not just to Will. And that's enough. Will and Sam and Cole are amazing people. But it matters to your child, your grandchild in the future. It matters for you if you have a car accident to be able to have the choice to say, oh, I'd rather have the non-jabbed blood that the blood bank keeps aside, please, and that it's all tested and that it can be verified. And, oh, I don't mind. I'm happy with jabs. So give me the jabbed blood. That can be Michael Laws and Sean Plunkett and all those sorts of people who go, oh, what's all the fuss about? They can have the blood of someone, say, who's just gone in for their fifth jab. And then the next day they go and give blood. Do you realize you don't even have to stand down for a day? You can go in the next day. And as the father was saying, little, little Will is, is not under law allowed to be jabbed, thank God, at four months. But by having this blood in him, he could potentially have somebody who's donated blood, who's just had their fifth or sixth booster. So he could have virtually the, the fallout of those five or six shots. We don't mm -hmm. know how long it stays in the blood. We don't know the effect of it on the blood. And we certainly don't know the effect of it on a small four-month-old baby mm -hmm. with a heart condition. So it, it just does not add up. As you said, so, nonsense. So so you had this meeting with the doctors, they walked out um, and then you filmed the interview, the first interview that you did with the family. And then what happened, um, I believe it was late on Monday night, late on the 28th and uh, Sam was on her own, wasn't she, when, when this happened? Yes, yeah, it was horrendous. It was, um, after they walked out, there was nothing on Friday. I was ringing her all day Friday, ringing her all day Saturday, nothing, no message from the doctors, all day Sunday. No, the doctors haven't got in touch. I said, Sam, 
Will's meant to have the operation on Tuesday. She said, there's nothing from them. Monday, nothing all day. By which stage I said, Sam, they're playing a mind game with you. You just have to, you just have to wait this out. At 5.30, they contacted her and they said, uh, we'd like to see you at six. She said, I'm, I'm feeding both my twins. I can't, my husband's not here. I'll meet you at 12.30 tomorrow. Cole came in and it was about quarter to seven and nurses came in and said, uh, leave the babies with us, leave the toddler with us. You'll need to be fully focused on what's coming. That kind of weird, eerie, you're, you're for it. You're called to the headmaster kind of feeling. They went into the room. There was a man in a suit and they had really no say at all. And he, um, they presented the, the horrific Hobson's choice that um, you do what we want and you take the jab blood we want you to take for your baby or we will take the baby off you in court on Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock, we'll be applying to take over the parental rights so that we can then issue a decree that this baby should have the operation with the blood that we deem suitable, not the parents. It is beyond brutal. Kevin? Yeah, I've, I've uh, voiced my disgust on, as to their actions. But going back to what you said before about the support, at this point, we really must give credit to all those people on the free NZ. Uh, pages on the uh, Freedom and Outdoors page on the Council Media channels and, and others who have expressed their concern uh, have realised that the government's just gone to hell in a handbasket. They've taken this country down the dangerous path. In fact, we all, I mean, anyone who doesn't realise this country's in the toilet and they're starting to flush, there's something seriously wrong with them. And it probably is the jab that's causing that delusion. People like Michael Laws, who have such disdain for people who dare to question the narrative or say, hey, I myself am injured, so I know it is. He says, I've been jabbed four times and therefore I didn't die, so it's fine. You know, why can't they just have the jab blood? It's all been tested, da, 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 which t takes me back and I'll hark on about it all the time. Show us the facts and evidence of that clean blood. What did you take out of it? Where are the contaminants? Um, and I bet they don't have any of it. It's just another... Um, complete and utter mind jobs, psychological Scientism. operation. Exactly. And that's why, you know, I, I, we've tried, if you, if everyone wants to read an article I wrote, you know, I think therefore I am an outcast, read that on the council media blog site and um, it'll help you deprogram and tell you exactly how your mind's manipulated on a daily basis. And the great thing about the support, Calvin, um, and Liz, I think you appreciate this too, is that it's a grassroots thing because um, yesterday, as soon as, uh, you know, this information kept going around. People were already organizing their own protests outside Starship Amazing Hospital. People I love that. I yeah. love that. New Zealanders, when 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 shit hits the fan, New Zealanders do come together. And it doesn't oh, it reminded me. Of, it reminded me of the Freedom Village when you didn't have to have top down. You didn't have to be organized. People are just doing stuff. There were protesters apparently outside Blood Bank today, and we can get more. And there'll be. You know, they, they, I'm sure that yesterday they were outside blood bank. Today they'll be there and tomorrow they'll be there. More and more and more will gather now. No, that really gives me hope. But mainstream media, uh, I'm trying to protect Sam from it as much as I can, can. She just needs peace and quiet and to have her baby protected. Yeah. But, um, you know, I know she had a call from the Sunday Star Times. She let me know she had a call from Stuff who put up that horrible article I didn't read. I rang Sam and said, do not read mainstream media hit pieces. They have no interest in the truth and stuff confirmed that. Do we know why that stuff article was taken down, Hannah? Not sure at this point. We're trying to figure it out whether maybe they got something wrong or they felt like it was 
legally <laughs> got um, something wrong. They shouldn't have a publication because they get everything wrong. Yeah, well, that's obvious. That's but yeah, I wondered if it was such a flood of anger from Kiwis because what is happening now? It's it's really gone nuclear. It's gone overseas. It's going all around New Zealand. Kiwis are absolutely up in arms, and they're not going to put up with nonsense from mainstream media. I even think the platform is going to get really shaky. I've been asked yeah. to go on um, Michael Laws, but I'm yeah I'm I'm just thinking about it he is um I don't see why I should really help his ratings given how he's behaved he is so disrespectful well um in the midst of all this and um somebody who is probably regarded by the mainstream media as almost the devil I would think just quietly um and uh, a leading purveyor of misinformation uh and of conspiracy theories um, would be Counterspin um, and its principal, Kelvin Elp, and he joins us this morning. I heard him last night talking on a replay. I've never listened to his show, but um, he, he goes, it's just nonsense. There's n- there are no scientific studies that link the vaccine with cancer. He had a caller saying cancers are going crazy, and so many Kiwis know that cancers have gone yeah. through the roof. He goes... Um, Oh, we've had 11.9 million doses. Look, you'll always get a reaction. You know, the old one, take it for the team. Yeah. Um, And then he said this, I hope and pray that the courts do what they should do, what they do with nutty Jehovah Witnesses and force the parents to... um, to give up their rights. And then he says, if we honoured the parents' wishes, we'd have a precedent. Of course we'd have a precedent. Michael, we'd have a precedent for something called freedom to choose and democracy, which is what your whole station, the platform is meant to stand for. It is just so disgusting what what is coming out of the mouths of some of the platform people. I just don't know if I want to help their numbers be boosted. I don't think they deserve it. I think they deserve their numbers to, to, to die off. Strange you say that because the best ratings they've ever had on that show is when people like us are on there. That's the only way people tune in. They're because they using the freedom gonna... people. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Or the truth people. Forget the freedom people because most, most some of them are, are nutters. Um, but people who are who are <laughs> focused on the truth, facts and evidence, when they go on there, you can tell they know what they're talking about. And the hosts do all they can yeah. to shut them down. And some people who can't articulate themselves all that well and pause for a moment, the old viper just goes on in there and cuts them off before they've collected their thoughts, which I think, again, is disingenuous. Now, the right family in Tauranga who funds that little um, social experiment, who um, I believe they're just another gatekeeping platform, to be honest. They're no uh, better than mainstream media. You don't really get your say there. Um, I think people need to contact them and tell them and air their disgust as to how people are treated. It doesn't matter if you don't agree with someone. Give them the opportunity to say what they feel. Then maybe you might learn something in the exchange. We do it. I mean, we have people sharing stuff on our platforms that, that we don't agree with. And, and some of the people, people's work that they're sharing, we think you're complete nutbars. But it's the content people want to see. And I'd rather have two opposing views side by side because a person with a sane, rational mind still in touch with their cognitive reasoning will look at both and they will easily distinguish which is the truth out of those and um and that to me is the only way 
to sort it out. Yeah, we and have the platform to, does not do that. No, we have we have to be able to discuss ideas. And and the problem with um Michael Laws, yeah, listening to him last night, the replay, he just doesn't let people get their point across. They're, they're actually trying to explain the science to him. And because he doesn't have the patience to listen to it, he'll just cut them off. And this is the problem. There's mm. no in-depth discussion. So he thinks he just wins the debate by, you know, throwing all these um, ad hominem attacks out there and you know exactly. he was actually absolutely disgusting the way he was speaking about you Liz um, and you know Sean Plunkett's no better they kind of just call anybody with a different opinion loony and look it quite rightly says like people like Philip Alps are neo-Nazis and this guy Damien Demet is a nasty neo-Nazi and that Chantel Baker and Counterspin talk a whole lot of rubbish it's easy. Anyone with half a brain can tell that. Or whatever. And at this point, they're very abusive, actually, to people on our side, very abusive to people who think differently. Um, and it's almost yeah. like, you know, battered wives syndrome for anyone that's still kind of is desperate to get on the platform. Because uh, why why would you go on a platform that is that is openly abusive of your your family, your soul family, whatever you want to call us as, as a side. Um, and I mean, yeah, okay, we, we can talk about not having sides, but the truth is the truth. And anyone who speaks the truth gets slammed on that platform. Um, so I think it's time that we actually boycott the platform because they aren't the resistance. They're just no. part of the mainstream at this point. We are. And I'll Absolutely. It's the Paul Brennans of the world that need to be taking over the platform. He gives everyone yeah. a fair Rodney go. Hyde was good, was good and I, I've got it written yeah. down here. Rodney Hyde, you yeah. just jumped the gun as usual. I'm a cut off queen anyway. Um, <laughs> it's you those know, people I... that you need fronting a show like that. Not not those others who are jammed up the wazoo. See, that's where they're that's where they're failing. They're so jabbed that they can't afford to believe that within three to five years they're going to be dead. Michael Laws, I still want to be in your will. If you are honestly sure that your jabs are fine and nothing's going to happen, put me in your will for just three to five years. And if you're still alive, I'll say, Michael, you were right for you. Um, mm. Otherwise, I'll take whatever you got when you die. It's very, it's very um, interesting. I sent some messages. I may do a little love letter to Michael Laws rather than go on the platform because I'm with you, Hannah. I don't see why I should waste a moment of my time with people who are rude or derogatory. I wouldn't go into the house of someone who's walking around muttering to himself, ah, oh, you're loony, you're loony. No, I'm not a loony. I'm somebody who has critical thinking, who is trained to question, not only yeah. by you know the legal training that I had, but also by a father who said question everything and a father who went off to World War II and saw the, the horrors that happen in a country. He had been in Germany before World War II broke out and he saw the horrors of a brainwashed country. And, and he said, you must always question things continually through your life and look at different perspectives. Well, Laws doesn't. He has one perspective. Plunkett is the same. They are boring and dull. And, and, and I can't understand why the right family allow that sort of nonsense under the guise of some platform that's helping us to get the truth out there because they're not, they're just oppressive. Yeah. So yeah, I may do a little, a little love letter. I've had a fun interchange with his producer tonight. who sounds a decent fellow, but um, I, it, 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 sorry, last night I had that, but I, I, I just really do wonder why he is doing the job he's doing if he's not interested in listening to other mm. perspectives with respect. 
Yeah, um, we'll have to go back and find that quote where he actually talks about, um, and th- this is probably going on like 20 years ago where Michael Laws was talking about the one world currency and, you know, the getting rid of, of um, cash and that he was very much a globalist. So um, if anybody's out there and they want to ask Michael Laws, which side is he? I mean, maybe he's changed. I don't know. But um, is he still no, a he globalist or does he, does he believe in uh, New Zealanders? having self-determination and choosing the rules for themselves. Um, but Liz, I just want to say, you know, it's been really great uh, collaborating with you on this and actually working together with you because Calvin and I have spent um, yesterday flat tack as well, just trying to get the story out, trying to um, get people to pick it up overseas, America, the UK, um, you know, and Australia. It's great to see some um, channels starting to push it and, We've been wanting to just help wherever we can. And of course, with um, Sue Gray on board as well, it's fantastic. It's it's like you said, it's the way this movement should be. You know, I really believe that um, each and every group organization on, on this kind of side of the fence um, has their own unique flavor, their own um, unique perspective mm-hmm. and their way of expressing themselves. But um, if, if this child and this this baby situation cannot uh, unite us and cannot make us put any differences aside, I'm really not sure what will at this point. I agree, and I think I think the, the I, I can't praise you both enough. Just you came in straight away, full on with it. You know, you put up the poster for saying come to the courts. You've you've really encouraged it all the way. You've spread it as far as you can. It's it's a collaboration now across New Zealand for a baby that so many Kiwis are invested in. And this government will continue to bully this country the way it has at its peril. Because if something happens to baby Will, have you thought about this, Jacinda Ardern? If this baby dies because you force blood that is polluted, because there is a chance it could be, to the surgeons, to Michael Laws, there's a chance that it could be. If this polluted blood causes harm to baby Will, can you imagine now the uproar against the government, against the doctors who are sold out? Not all of them are, but these ones in hospitals, many of them are. Against the media who is continuing to tell lies. MSN, the Herald is doing it. The Herald, they contacted me today I'll tell you this story and said, we want to get hold of the baby's mother. And I said, look, you'll understand that um, she's got twins. She's got a sick baby. She's got a toddler. She's got children at home. She uh, has a hospital that is psychologically trying to wear her down. She has deep uncertainty and has been kept in uncertainty in that state. uh, She's, she's absolutely exhausted and needs rest. However, If you have any journalistic integrity and you have gone to the prime minister and the blood bank and you have asked them why they are blocking freeing up this donated blood that could go into the baby so the operation's done, so the baby's out of hospital, so he's getting well at home, so the whole family can heal. If you've asked those questions of the prime minister and the blood bank, could you send them to me and the answers that you've got for your article? If I see that you have bona fides, genuine humble goodness as a journalist, then I will take your questions to Sam and Cole. I will get the answers and I'll get them back to you because it will show me that you are observing the journalist's code of ethics in what was once an honourable profession. I don't think I got a reply and the Herald put out an article anyway. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Not surprising. that That is my call to mainstream journalists. 
don't think you're not being seen. You got away with it at the start. You got away with bullying. You got away with intimidating. Kiwis loathe the lies now. They, they, yeah. they loathe, loathe Jacinda's lies. They loathe your lying. They are, they are coming from you in droves. And so realize that if you don't do the right thing now, there will be massive consequences for you in terms of just the utter disrespect, let alone any charges, legal charges that may come up for putting out misinformation and disinformation. Rebecca Kitteridge, the mainstream media, have a look at them, not us, them. Exactly. Now, we tried to get the um, story generated in China, but unfortunately they're uh, having a popular uprising against the CCP who are trying to control their lives and do exactly what Jacinda Ardern is doing here. We tried mm -hmm. to get it in the Ukraine, but unfortunately they're too busy trafficking children and killing them as well on different levels of buildings. So, um, but we shall persist. So as soon as we've cleaned out that rot, then maybe we'll get some more traction in the people. And funnily enough, Jacinda Ardern was asked yesterday about uh, those protests in China, and she said she really supported the right of the people to protest well uh i'm sure in any of you who were down in well, auckland two-faced psychophant bitch yeah you didn't quite get that uh, message earlier this year um but yes um liz what's happening this morning you're off down to the courts unfortunately we can't be there but we will be sending our team there um what what are you expecting it looks like there's actually going to be great support people are really wanting to get behind um this case and show their love for the family and the baby I think there'll be I think there'll be hundreds at least, if not possibly thousands outside the court. It's the high court up by Auckland University. Um, and then we will uh, find out what happens in there. There is massive support coming in on free NZs and maybe on your lines as well saying, can we donate blood? I tell you, if there is an ethical Kiwi who has money, who wants to set up a highly ethical, traceable, uh, top-notch blood service in this country, you will make a fortune. I was reading about a man in Switzerland who already is making a fortune because overseas unjabbed blood is highly sought after. So it's a business opportunity. We're getting so many beautiful offers of Kiwis to help. What can we do? I had um, people taking in food yesterday for, for the family and dropping it to the desk at Starship. I know lots of people are, are contacting, emailing the politicians, are contacting media and demanding they do a balanced story. They're not asking for your usual unbalanced reportage. They're asking for you to question the prime minister and the blood bank why yeah. you are not releasing the blood. And so if this court case does the right thing, then we hope that little Sam will be able to go ahead. The blood will be released by the blood bank. If they bow to government pressure, if the court does not uphold freedom of choice, I don't know what the outcome will, of that will be, but there will be thousands of eyes on our courts asking, are they as corrupted as this government has become? And that, as somebody who loves the judicial system, loves the legal system for what it can stand for, that would break my heart all over again. Please, to the judiciary, stand up to any government pressure and do the right thing and make sure that freedom of choice is upheld in this country. We'll take it from there afterwards and we'll keep collaborating. Yeah, and there's also um, the uh, Outdoors and Freedom Party has done a um, pe uh, petition so uh, we'll put that link down in the description below, along with uh, links to all the um, pieces that we've been discussing and, of course, um, FreeNZ, their page. 
Um, and also where you can donate to the family. And, of course, as well, um, please donate to Free NZ. Liz doesn't often ask for donations, but she's always so gracious uh, with her interviews and on her platform that she always allows, um, you know, the, the people that she interviews to pop forward their bank details so that you can donate to them. But this time we'd like to... Um, Really wish uh, Liz a very belated happy birthday for yesterday as well. We put out a message to her, and we are so grateful for all the messages that um, you sent her yeah, you way. Amazing. Um, she um, just is such a treasure to this country. And so, please, yes, if you would like to make a donation to Free NZ, um, please go and do that. And we'll put the the bank details down below as well. Is there anything else you want to add, Liz, before we wrap this up? You beautiful. Um people you two set up uh, a message an incoming message system for my birthday and the messages are so beautiful and and although yesterday I was going on three hours sleep the whole day they just kept giving me so much beautiful energy and I thank you all most of all I thank all of our Kiwis this is the real family feel this is the real team the crew I can't use that awful term team of five million but this is a real crew feeling we're all on this boat together and we are all pulling now in the same direction that direction is to say save baby will honor the parents and freedom of choice for all of us to have the blood we choose inside our bodies i can't thank kiwis enough for all pulling in the same direction as we are exactly so to the doctors and the blood bank who are trying to stifle this and any of those little parasite lawyers who will work on their behalf against the common good know this it is our will the will of the people, that the will of the family is adhered to, to help will. Very good. Beautiful. I made yes. that up now and I thought that was cool. Beautiful. The, with the eyes of our nation and now the eyes from around the world on New Zealand, corruption's not going to work, Jacinda. Corruption and playing games, playing PSYOP games will call you out. It's not going to work anymore. It's failed. Give it up. And Michael Laws and Sean Plunkett, you're invited onto Calispin Media. Let's have a debate. Let's get to the bottom of the science stuff that you refuse to look at. We'll always come with facts and evidence, and let's see if you can spin it on this show. We'll actually let you talk too. Won't cut you off. Well, very good. Brilliant challenge. Lovely to see you guys. Let's keep collabing. I love this. Definitely. Thanks, Liz. Awesome. Take care. Sam and Cole, here we are on the Tuesday morning. We just posted the piece we filmed on Friday. We posted it on Monday night. Something horrific happened on Monday night. There was what I would call a tactical ambush of these young parents. That's not just an ambush. An ambush causes mayhem, yes. But a tactical one causes mayhem with an absolutely clear goal by this government, which is driving, I believe, the doctors in this hospital and we know the blood bank to not allow these parents to get the blood that they want. They've got the donors organized, the unjabbed blood into baby Will so he can have this urgent heart operation. So we just felt we keep talking. Tell us what happened, Sam, you were in the hospital last night, but I want to go back a day. We did the piece over the weekend. We had it ready to post on Sunday and you said, I want to hold back, Liz. I want to give these doctors a chance to be reasonable yeah. and I want to give them the benefit of the doubt that their humanity 
will come through and they will okay the blood. Mm -hmm. So we held back for two days on the interview mm -hmm. that we put up last night. What did you want? Why did you want me to hold back? Well, I hoped that they would see reason and they would um, honour our wishes as parents and um, actually understand what we needed from them, but mm. they haven't. You thought they'd be humane? I did, I did. I thought they would understand that as, as, as Will's parents, this is our wish for him, um, our right, and, um, and honour that, but they haven't. They've taken it further than we could even imagine. Much further. Mm. So yesterday, you then waited from Friday morning call when they walked out of that meeting. You and Sam both turned to me and said, what happens now? Mm. None of us knew, mm -hmm. the doctors walked out and said, right, well, we're not gonna talk to you anymore. Mm. Leaving new parents with the stress of the sick baby and a request that you had politely put. So you waited all day Friday, all day Saturday, all day Sunday for a reply, and most of Monday. How were you feeling knowing that Sam was going through the hell she went through? Um, well, you're just feeling slightly helpless, but you know, you support your wife because that's what you do. And you stand strong for your, your you know, your innocent babies, of course. And well, we, I in the back of my mind knew that this is exactly what will be happening, uh, but very disgusting uh, timing by them, you know, uh, presenting, you know, a legal document at 6.45 at night. Last night. Yeah. And then it was just like you, you were surrounded by robots that were just, you know, uh, acting out as they were programmed. Absolutely. So Sam, take us to that story. Yesterday yeah. you'd waited all day. How yeah. were you feeling? They wanted you, I believe, to yeah. be on edge. There yeah. was a psychological wearing down of you. Mm. But you said to them what, when they first came to you last night? What did you say? Well, the nurse specialist came to me at 4.30 and said, the surgeon wants to see you at 5. And I said, I, I can't, my baby's, you know, it's right in the middle of feeding You're time. breastfeeding. I'm breastfeeding. Two babies. Two, two babies. My husband isn't here. Again, they're trying to get me on my own. Um, <clears throat> I said, he, they, they knew he was working here. We're in Auckland. Traffic is terrible. We've got a toddler. Our toddler's being looked after. I said, it's not going to happen. He can't get here by five. And you need to give me more time. Um, I said, can we please... I said at the earliest he could get here by 6.45, um, could you please give me more time? Um, and it was, it was very stressful and I, said, I suggested perhaps it's, it would be better if we meet tomorrow because I hadn't seen my toddler all day either and um, he really needs me right now because he's, he's without his mum all day. So, um, so nothing unreasonable, just no. saying, hey, I'm a mum, <clears throat> could you please gather round? Like even the fact that Cole gave me the baby today, it's, this is how villages used to be. The mm. mums and the village all gathered round mm. a new mum and the older mums helped the younger mums mm. and the warrior men protected the women. Mm. This is what it should be. And instead we've got this inhumane system mm. that is trying its best to break a new mum mm. to break mm. you and you will not yeah. break mm. no. so then what happened I, I spoke to you after that and I said Sam your courage is extraordinary you did really well you'll see them tomorrow at 12 30 mm. great and then something else happened what was she it? she comes back and says oh no no she'll wait she'll be here at 6 45 and I thought oh 
and she said she'd come down to the room and I thought oh okay but perhaps she's coming into my space maybe we're, we're actually we've got some good um, you know movement forward yep. and I I thought for a moment that maybe maybe we're going to get somewhere. She being the doctor. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, she being the doctor. Okay, so then what happened? You were here, Cole, you arrived. Yeah. And and what? how did they enter the room? What happened? Also, the nurse came and got us, and then uh, a slightly unusual thing happened is that they offered to, you know, completely look after all the kids, and the words were so that you can concentrate on what's going to be said. Yeah, you know, making you feel um, scared. Well, more like there was actually something we needed to hear yeah rather than and we oh well great the kids are going to be looked after we'll go down there and so we went down there and then you, you saw that there was a strange person um entering the room as well which was someone in a suit and that was the lawyer to present you know the the summons to the high court to you know be made to uh you know have to give up your baby to the state to perform a medical experiment on because I mean that's what it is you know a, an unapproved product you know even though our you know callous country says it's good um, a product such as that is well it's an experiment and we yeah. all know it we we, again, we can't take the risk. They can say yeah. it's not in the blood. We can say there's no proof to say it's not That's in the right. blood. Therefore, we're not risking it. Yeah. It's that simple. Can we also remember here that the Pfizer documents that were released, nine pages of contraindications to this yep. jab, none of which has been publicised by our Prime Minister or our mainstream media. The Pfizer documents say that there are massive implications for heart health. That's right. Many of you out there watching this would have gone to your doctors with, my heart doesn't feel right. And they'll say, oh, you're just anxious. Mm. It's yeah. not true. It's because of the mm. jab. It's mm. causing heart problems across this country. <coughs> this baby already has a heart problem. Mm. So yep. if the blood has material in it that could further his heart problems, mm. that makes no medical or scientific sense. And I'm not a doctor, but I'm yeah. very, very rational. So that makes no sense, does it? Saying, right. mm. saying oh, we'll put blood that could cause heart issues mm. and it's in the Pfizer documentation mm. because mm. we don't know that the product of from the Pfizer jab is not in the blood mm, going that's into right. it. We, we put it into a baby with a heart problem. Yep. Cole, what's, what's well, your feeling there? Well it seems like too from you know research that I've researched that boys are susceptible also to having a heart condition after having you know the injection mm. and so why would you you know, even Males, contemplate yeah. putting possibly a, you know, unknown substance from someone that's had the injection that's, you know, kindly donated blood into someone that's got a heart problem, mm. you know, at this critical age as well. Mm. You know, it's baffling. Yeah. And the doctors are saying, oh, that's nonsense. They said in the meeting yeah. on Friday, that's absolute nonsense. Yeah. We're fully confident in the yeah. blood. There's nothing in it as far as we can see. Yeah. Why do you still hesitate no. given they are so sure? There's no safety data, okay? So if there's no safety data, I'm not taking a risk with my that's precious right. baby. End of story. I can't, I can't move from that. Why would I? Why would I? I've provide, we have provided donor blood. We want everything to go ahead, but with what we call safe blood, mm. as we know it. Is there a surgeon out there? Is there somebody who would pick up this case? Because it's very alarming now, I imagine, mm. to think that your own doctors, who should be the most humane, the yeah. most emotionally engaged with you and with mm. little baby Will, mm. 
really, who, if you're going to operate on a baby, you need to have some emotional engagement. Absolutely. They are so cold that they yep. brought in a lawyer. Sam, what did it feel like seeing this oh. suited man, utterly cold, mm. late mm. at night when mm. you should be with your babies, mm. you should be replenishing your milk, mm. having a beautiful period to go into sleep. Mm. You have a lawyer mm. coldly presenting you. What did you feel? Uh, I'm so exhausted. I am, my heart was ripped out. I actually couldn't believe it. I was, I was in shock. Um, everything within me was just broken, actually, yeah. that, that was happening. <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. Well, the whole, the whole situation is, is we're, we're experiencing something that hopefully no one will ever have to experience again. But, you know, the, the truth of the matter is, is a criminal that is in charge of something will legalize his crime so that when the crime's perpetrated it's legal and it's not a crime mm. but this is a crime against this baby yeah. being perpetrated by adults so you'd you'd have to think you know i mean it could make your mind think a lot of things so you you said something interesting before too cold you said an adult could say no i won't have this right. blood yeah. yeah but because it's a baby tell me more yeah. about that so i asked in the small, you know, quick meeting last night, well it was more like an inquisition, um, that if I was an adult and I was scheduled for this procedure, I could turn this down and, and that was totally right and I could turn it down if I want, but my baby, who can't talk, can't turn down this, you know, experimental procedure. I mean, the operation is an experiment, but the, the products are. Mm. So he doesn't have a, he doesn't have any rights, even though we know that every human has a right to, you know, have what they want to be happening to them. Mm. And because he doesn't have a voice, they think the yep, state can take right. over. Mm. This country is really rising up against state overreach, yeah. but this that's is right. beyond anything. The yeah. state reaching into a very caring family well, exactly. and saying, we will take over. So yeah. what are they saying? It's court tomorrow mm. at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Mm. I called up Sue Gray yesterday morning, mm. and we're absolutely collaborating mm. with Sue Gray. Liz Lambert has offered to reach out, Kirsten Murphy. We've got a number of lawyers now. Any lawyers who'd like to help this case, please come on board. Mm. We're going to ask yeah. everybody to turn up at the High Court of Auckland from nine o'clock tomorrow, nine o'clock, with protest signs, let baby will have the blood, yeah. make the blood bank free up blood for choice for yep, all Kiwis. Make exactly. up your own signs. But we need you there in vast numbers tomorrow. Mm. So Sue's flying up, especially for this. Yeah, We've got Counterspin Media, Hannah and Calvin are helping get this out across the world. We are not going to stop until this is opened. This is for all Kiwis. Yeah. You may have someone you yeah. love one day and you may want unjabbed blood in them. So mm. these brave souls in their hour of need are standing for all of us in New Zealand. Yeah. So. I just need to ask Sam, did you get any sleep last night? Not much. No, not at all. I'm exhausted. How are you coping with this? Is your breast milk still coming in? Because, and I ask that because when a mum gets really stressed, mm. Mm. Yeah. the milk can be affected. Mm -hmm. And that is a plea to the hospital. Stop mm. putting this pressure mm. on this gorgeous mum. Are you still able to feed the brothers? Well, I am. And, you know, I'm just really trying to keep my mind protected um yeah. but yeah i mean it's 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 still a, a fight and a battle because i am getting affected 
you know, yeah. I'm doing everything in my power, drinking lots of water and just eat, trying to eat lots and trying to think positive thoughts. But yeah, it is, it is affecting me and my milk. We'd love any messages if you want to ring Ward 23B in Starship Hospital and just offer your support to this family and say to the nurses, we hope you're supporting the family. That would be a great call. Call the media. Would you like flowers? I'm sure we could get lots of flowers sent. Or would you rather they just put some money in the account? I'd prefer you put money in their account. We'll put that up at the end of this video. That's going to help them with any legal battles they may have ahead. I don't believe it will come to that, Sam. I believe so many Kiwis are rising up on this case Great. that you will have the support so. of this country and beyond mm. in the world mm. for your cause. I think this is the hill Mm. that many of us are willing to fight mm. absolutely mm. to yeah. our last breath mm. on. Yeah. Wow. And, and that will scare this government, and it should, because mm. New Zealanders are angry now. Mm. And this, this little will, they mm. are not willing to have sacrificed Good. to their ego yeah. or yeah. the doctor's ego. That's right. So again, Cole, your message to the doctors, just look in that camera um, and say it from your heart. So you've got to remember what your oath is and your oath is to do no harm, your oath is to investigate uh, the procedure that you're going to be doing and, and it's clear right now that there has been a lack of investigation, there's been a, a lack of bedside manner but I know that you struggle with that. Um, but you guys need to really look into yourselves and realise that the truth is coming like a freight train and yes. And I wouldn't want to be responsible for the actions that you're taking when when this whole mess explodes, you know, into reality and all of the truth is out there. If you keep on like yeah. this, if you keep defending an illegitimate government that is doing things that we never voted them in to do, we never voted a government in to force a mother to have blood that she doesn't want into her little mm. baby. Mm. We never gave you, Jacinda Ardern, mm. that power or any of mm. the other powers you're taking, passing 24 pieces of legislation late mm. at night the other, yeah. the other night. We know this is illegitimate. We are aware of you. Yeah. But if these doctors keep backing them up, if the blood bank keeps backing them up, the head of the blood bank will be held equally accountable. Mm. Sam, your message to I the doctors. Well, I just want to say, a mother knows, and I want to say that before his heart was diagnosed as a problem, I knew there was something wrong. Yeah. They kept telling me, oh, he's got reflux. I said, no, this is not reflux. Something mm. is wrong. He had two echoes which missed it, and I kept saying there is something wrong with him. Third echo picked it up. So I knew, I knew there was something wrong. Just like I know now, he cannot have that That's blood. That's right. Yes. It's a mother's wrong. instinct. I want to deal with that. I didn't in the last interview. There was a reason those echoes missed uh, Will's heart condition. Yeah. Tell us why. <clears throat> well, I don't know. Well, I do. Well, what do you think, Cole? Well, you have a feeling about I it. I know, and, and it's 100% well, knowing. The one at, when yeah. I was pregnant. So we okay. were, uh, you know, there was the virus situation going on, and, and men weren't allowed to come in with their wives, which is disgusting anyway. Oh, only the if scan. you weren't jabbed. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's if I was injected, I'd totally be allowed to be in there. Yeah. yeah. But we're not, of course. And and it wasn't a virus situation, it was yeah, a scaremongering yeah, exactly, propagandist. You know, um, so what happened was we finally got approved in this hospital to be able to. I could come and share the you know amazing moment of seeing my babies under the scanner and you know and being introduced to them. 
but the lady that was doing the scan, and I don't know who she is, she knows who she is, she was so petrified that we weren't, you know, injected, that a scan that usually takes two plus hours yeah. was rushed through in less than an hour. And I mean, you know, a one baby takes an hour and a little bit, but two babies takes longer to scan. She told us that. Yeah. She said and it should take two hours. Her, you know, she was nervous. She was missing things. She was not communicating at all like they do. And then she said that she would uh, give us a full analysis of the scan afterwards, which never happened. But the scan was over in less than an hour, and the lady was wearing goggles, she was wearing a mask, she was wearing a gown, she was wearing gloves, uh, all to protect her from nothing. Mm. You know? Can I ask New Zealand, <laughs> just think of that scene, which bit of all of that doesn't work? I mean, does all the mask not work? Does the PP gear not work? Does the jab not work? Why are all these Kiwis, why were we so frightened of one another? I'll tell you why. It was a massive propagandist yep. campaign, a psychological operation to terrorise New Zealanders. And yeah. yes, there may have been some bug. Bugs happen. We've had bugs That's for millennia. Right. But, and some are nastier than others. But this was beyond that. And what was she scared of? If she's jabbed, she shouldn't have been scared That's of exactly you. exactly it. So it does, now that we're coming out of all of this terrorising with the daily updates from this ridiculous Prime Minister, mm. people are now saying, is this the emperor's new clothes? Was the emperor always <laughs> naked? Mm. She always was mm. playing some kind of psyop on us. Oh, and yeah. this that's being done to you feels like the same psychological wearing yep. down. Mm. They have absolutely underestimated because with yep. the whole of New Zealand behind you, mm. all the good Kiwis, do you think you'll be able to keep going? Absolutely. Yeah, we'll yeah. never give up. Because yeah. what it boils down to, people, is we're doing this for you too, you know, because exactly. I mean, this is, anyone may need a blood transfusion that, you know, within 20 minutes of, of where you are now, you, ne you never know what's going to happen. And, and if you're a person like us and you've decided not to take this experimental injection, hey, if you need a blood transfusion, mate, you're going to get what's in it anyway. Mm. So rally round. I will fight until my last breath for you too. Thank you. These people have written to me and said you're a hero. I've said no way, no way. This is what heroism looks like. I'm doing a job I was trained to do. But when you are a mum of twins lying here in this hospital by yourself feeling so alone and you get up and say what Sam has said today, I'll fight not just for her baby but for all of us. Sam, you are just incredible. You yeah, are incredible. That's right. And Cole, she wouldn't be incredible without you. You're a, <laughs> oh, she you're might a still warrior be. <laughs> man. No, you two are the team. We are so lucky to Amen. have you standing for all of us for this right. Not a problem. For us to have unjabbed blood. Last message, Sam, to Jacinda. You can put out a call yep. and to the blood bank guy. Well, yep. just, yeah, just please, once again, please just allow Will to have um, the directed donor blood that we've been requesting for him so we can get on and get his operation done. That's all we want. They just want to get out of this hospital. Yeah. They want to get yep. their baby back on yeah. the land. Yep. Cole, your final message, maybe to the blood bank head. Um, you have the ability to uh, make anything happen that you want to do with blood, so please do it. You know, th this baby needs the donor blood. He needs the blood that is... Um, well, pure blood, 
he needs blood that is the same as blood from two years ago, which has got no experimental vaccines in it. So please um, approve the uh, donation and then we can all get down to sorting it out later. And Cole, finally, what do you think of your wife? I mean, I rave about her. What well, she's amazing and, you know, the minute I met her, I was hoping that, that she would be my wife. <laughs> um, but she's, a you know, just the strongest, coolest woman, you know, and I'm continually attracted to her because she just, like, you know, impresses me. Every, every breath impresses me about Sam. You are just a privilege to know you too. Please help New Zealand. Please help. Find Counterspin, New Zealand's media revolution, at counterspinmedia.com. And now, on the InfoWars Network, at band.video.